Woo, Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Happy Monday to all of you. Thanks for jumping in with us. Titans get another preseason win on Saturday, this time in Tampa. Uh, 34-3. to The defense hasn't given up a touchdown in two preseason games. Been fun to watch Elijah Molden with a real breakout game. Got a tweet from the Honey Badger. Big night for him. Another big night for Makai Sargent as well. Uh, Sam Ficken hit a 58-yard kick with room to spare. Uh, so lots going on. Bar- Barkley looked like Matt Barkley. a seasoned veteran backup quarterback. He looked like a guy who's been in the league seven or eight years, didn't he? And that throw to uh, my man, Kenzie. <sighs> Ooh, on a rope. Yeah. And great catch, too. Yeah, that, that was, oh, and I, I stood up out of my chair. Like, whoa. Okay, so somebody in there. Hey. We, we talked about this to end the first segment. and you And you mentioned this. They've invested a lot in Logan Woodside, but the other dude's been here two weeks, and they're, and they're and, and let's just say you say they're neck and neck right now. Let's just say you, that's what you, your assessment is. In two weeks, that guy's neck and neck with the guy who's been here what parts of three years? Yes, that's why I say Barkley probably is going to be the guy. I could be totally wrong, but he's performing in the game, uh, you know. So, in a limited, you know, sample size. Here's a good example: we got to see a limited sample size of Farley compared to Molden, who paid. Pretty much the whole first half. Let's just yep. say that. Compared to 16 plays by Farley. See how we got to see? Oh, okay. So that's really Barkley when he got here last week when he played, you know, with the Falcon against the Falcons. Eh, you know, shaking a little bit here and there, but you didn't see anything like, ah, yeah, he he's going to win his job. No, you felt like, oh, what's that still's the guy? Well, okay, let's see what Farley does when he comes back to this next week if he plays. See if he gets better and build on what he did last week and gets better. Molden went right in and played great because he's been practicing. So I would say Barkley, as much as it pains me of being a Mac guy, I think he's uh, he's the leader right now just because of the time span, and he's come in and done just as good as Woodside, if not better. The reason why I say better is he threatened the ball going downfield, and that that's kind of personal to me being a defensive back. Whenever the quarterback's throwing, I mean down. Yep. The field. When I say that, I mean like 20 yards or more. He's affecting the game a little bit differently than Woodside. Woodside was a lot more comfortable with some dink and dunk. Not to say he doesn't have a strong arm. He just didn't threaten the defense that in that manner. The, the thing that has stood out to me Woodside in this preseason is this, and, and yes, Barkley's definitely pushed the ball down the field more. Woodside's taking a bunch of sacks on third down. He's, he's holding on to the ball. His clock, his clock ain't dinging. I mean, like, hey, man, ding, 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 ding. Wake up. Right. Throw. Yeah. If not, we're going to have to put him on the ding-dong list. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, Cousin Paxton called in to weigh it on this Titans court. This is, I mean, this has been a fun competition to watch, and they got they got one more game in front of the home fans to sort this out. Yeah. I can't wait to see how it goes. Cousin Paxton wants to weigh in on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline on the Titans quarterbacks. What's going on, Cousin? Hey, what's going on, fellas? So, man, listen, from what I see – Matt Barkley is QB2, man, and it's not even close, in my opinion. I mean, the guy, that pass, like you said, Blaine, that he threw to Kenzie was a freaking rope. And let's talk about Kenzie. Like, man, let me remind you, like, isn't he a Patriot-like uh, receiver? Like, let me just remind <laughs> yeah, you of the guy. There you go. Like, all no, he knows what Adam stuff. Humphrey's like. <laughs> Adam Humphrey, what Adam Humphrey should have been like if he was healthy. We all know how, you know, Vrabel and, and J-Rob left some, some Patriot-like players. Yeah. This guy right here, man, I, I think he needs to be on the roster. I'm enjoying watching Kenzie play. He's a dog, man. He's a football player. 
Hey, can we talk about molding for a second? My God, dude. Is that not Finnegan 2.0 or what? Yes, um, it is. Is he not? Like, my goodness. Honey Badger-like, right? Yep. I mean, he just he just he's a dog of a player, man. I know it's preseason, guys, but I'm excited about this defense. What I've seen and just the they're flying around everywhere, they're getting to the ball, they're making plays, and they're trying and they're giving them 100 percent man. This is a complete turnaround. I'm excited, guys. Tighten up. Love you guys. We'll see you later. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to disagree with that. The defense looks totally different. I know they've got, you know, some changes like five players or so, but they're they're flying around making plays. And it's been consistent. I told you, practice is actually how you're going to be for the yep. defense. And they have continued that in games. I mean, it didn't matter who's in there. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, first string, second string, third. They are hunting. And that's all you can ask. And then guess what? You mess up. Mess up going full speed. The next guy's going to keep coming. He's coming. He'll get it. Yeah, so I, I really love it. Shane Bowen, I think now we can say it's his defense. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's contributors, whether it be Vrabel or my man Schwartzy or whatever. I think they have small roles. I think just him identifying he's the guy, and now he's making all the calls and is going through and making sure the message is the same all throughout all the meetings. I think that that's shown here early on. And, uh, you know, guys are, are playing up to who they who they are or we expect them to be. And that Jack Rabbit, I mean, all of them. And I, and this defense looks good. I mean, I, I'm more concerned now. To be honest, I'm only basing off what I see. I haven't seen this thir- first team offense out there in a preseason game, so right. I haven't I haven't seen them. Everybody's kind of banged up at different spots. So uh, I, I got to wait to see them. I, I'm I'm actually getting to the point where I'm starting to you know, and this is dangerous, you know, to feel comfortable that hey man, I, I think we'll have a top twenty defense. I I really feel like that. If not, if if not that, then they're going to create a lot of turnovers. And we still haven't seen Autry. We still haven't seen Bud Dupree. I mean, there's some parts of the defense still that we haven't even seen. Key pieces yeah, that are proven in this league. Yeah. To be impactful. And well, I, told, I, I, man, I, woof. And, and this, I told this you, is looking I, pretty good. And I, I, the offense got to... We we cannot, please do not, everyone, make an assumption because last year what happened, right. and they got even now added Julio, that it's going to be the same. You Do not do that. Just imagine if the players did the same thing. Then they would not be a top three offense in the NFL. They'll be a bottom three, and they'll take things from granted. I know this unit won't do that, right. but we got to get them all healthy and working on timing and rhythm and everything else. And, by the way, new coordinator – who's going to try to implement, I'm sure, if I was guessing, his style and imprint on the on the team. Now, he'd be a ding-dong to not to change everything that they did. That, that Nobody's going to do that. But everybody wants to ask, say, we're going to do these things differently than we did in the past. Guaranteed. To put his stamp and say, this is my offense. And they're going to still do a lot of what they did. But they're, they're going to have some changes in the passing. I guarantee, yeah. as Barkley would say. No doubt. No doubt. A listener pointed out that I say that, that we say no doubt and no doubt. So now I can't now stop you saying it. Now you have to say it like four times after I can't that. stop saying it because yeah. I'm thinking about saying yeah, it. No uh, doubt, Mickey. <laughs> no doubt about it, Blaine. Uh, Mark Spain, he does our Ding Dong of the Week segment. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Or as we like to say, don't be a Ding Dong. Use Mark Spain. Let me read a couple out of the chat. We'll come back. We'll give our Ding Dongs. Then we'll check in on the Titans live post-practice zooms uh cousin tower says not a sport ding dong but the crate challenge come on people have you seen this oh my ding dongs no 
What? No question. Oh, <laughs> man. It, 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 the guy gave us more. Rick, he called us like, here's some suggestions. Say no question. Or, yeah. I certainly agree. I certainly agree, Blaine. Uh, people climbing these milk crates. If you Google that, you can see a bunch of people getting hurt 10 feet in the air on milk crates. Lonzo says, my ding dong of the week are Colts fans that are excited that Wentz is coming back. He came out today and threw like the whole seven on seven period. Yeah, I saw him doing cut and drill. I just saw him doing. It. Nelson did too. They're going to hurt both of those guys. I'm They're, like, what doctor? I needed. I should have gone to that foot doctor. You're fine, yeah, Doctor like, Anderson. Miracle fix. Wing, wing, magic. Hey man, uh, they look pretty good, man. I don't know, man. They, I don't. They looked really good from the the movements that they were doing. I'm like, whoa. They, yeah, one, like they're gonna be real, week one. I, that's a far gone conclusion. They will be out there. Well, that's two weeks away. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. Uh, so there we go. But if I'm Andrew Luck, I'm like, hey man, come back on your own timeline. I wouldn't trust anybody in this building. I'm home reading books right now. <laughs> hey man, don't rush back. Wait, here's what you're forgetting. I know they're going to lose their job. Right, exactly. You tell every, me that all the time. Every you got guy, to come back now. You, the more opportunity you get someone else, you say, well, we could take a pay cut and we could, I mean, <laughs> I know this I know. guy, he may not be you, I know. but maybe in a couple years, we can save us some money next year. Or, so yeah. you could be opening up, not, not for this year. We know that who's going to be on the team, but for the next year, they'll start saying, Hey man, if he doesn't play up to par and they go, go back and start looking at the preseason and go, well, look at Jacob Eason right here. So look like he's making this throw think Wentz can make this throw. We saw his whole body at work throughout this whole season. I think we can let him go. Oh, gosh. I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know, but you remind me of that. Different. It's like, guys are not going to do that. They're going to come back the second they can walk. They're, yep. okay, I'm fine. I can play. Here I am. If I can play. They can fight through it. They're going to play. Yep. And I would be like you in this modern era. I think most teams try to err on the side of caution a little bit more, give you that extra week. I know Vrabel does. It's a, it's a little bit different. He was a former player. Reich was too. Uh, so you try to keep guys and hone them back just to make sure. But I don't think they would put their quarterback out there unless they believed that he could stay healthy. The way he was cutting, he was looking pretty good. Foot surgery. He was out there running. Woo, woo. I mean, it must have been a scope. Like, I mean, for, I mean that thing. I'm like, huh? How is he? <laughs> and then when they were saying he was out there watching practice like last week standing, yeah. I would have been like, he had no boot on? Like, I don't want him even out here standing. You can right. sit in the chair. No, he was fine last week. He had on cleats last week out there watching practice. Oh, man. Hey, man, slow your roll there. Man, I need to, I need them to fix a couple things on me. Who that doctor? Yeah, I, I'd like to see him just for general aches and pains. All right, it's Blaine and Mickey. Uh, we'll hear, we'll cut into some of these Titans press conferences live. Lucas said Shane Bowen is set to speak, so we hope to hear from Titans defensive coordinator as well as maybe a player or two. We will also share our ding dongs, uh, ding dong of the week. We will give you ours when we come back. It's Blaine and Mickey Monday edition on one zero four five The Zone. Blaine and Mickey, let's go live to a press conference with Titans defensive coordinator Shane Bowen. That's what's most encouraging to me, regardless of who's in the game, ones, twos, or threes, regardless of how many points we give up, right? Um, but seeing guys compete, like, it's a competitive roster. Like, the, we talked about it Saturday. We talked about it again today. Like, those last few spots at every position, like, Time will tell. We got the clock's ticking, but I mean, they're still battling it out. Nothing's been decided yet, and I think the guys are taking that to heart and they're making the most of their opportunities. Third down was a big issue for you guys last year. So far, so good. Like, Brett Kearney's getting a lot of work. What would you say is, is the reason for the uh, better performance on third downs? Yeah, I mean, I, 
I think it's been emphasized for us all all training camp, all off season. Um, like I mentioned before, before even the preseason started, like we're not going to lose sight of what we're emphasizing just because it's a preseason game, right? Um, so there's a mentality that comes with that as a unit. Um, there's a mentality that comes with it as individual players winning your one-on-ones, whether it's up front, whether it's in the back end. Um, and I think the guys are, are challenging. We're trying to make them earn everything. We are. And we're trying to be tighter, um, trying to do a lot of different things right now. And I think the guys are taking the heart and they're playing, they're playing with confidence. Like, We've found ways to get off the field, and I think it's kind of building confidence in their abilities and our ability as a unit. David Long done to be more involved because we're seeing him out there. On yeah, Saturday. man, he's made a lot of plays. I think he's uh, came in, and he's always been an instinctive player for us. I think he's uh, more consistent right now. Um, and then third down, I think he brings a different element for us just in his co- some of his coverage ability and zone coverage and some of his man stuff and then being able to blitz, right? He's just a different skill set. Um, I mean, obviously, we're a little bit retooled there with the addition of Nico. Um, the personnel's kind of shifted a little bit in that regard. So it's just kind of freed him up to go out there and make some plays and do some things for us to utilize his skill set. As far as big picture goes, you think joint practice helped you? I mean, maybe especially Thursday when some of the young guys had to face Brady and, and maybe dealt with a little bit of adversity there. Yeah, yeah. I think they're great. I do. I, I mean, not only to not bang each bang our head against the same guys every single day, right, to get some new blood. Um, but you go down to Tampa Bay, you're playing the best of the best, right? They won the Super Bowl. Um, I think the competitive juices go out a little bit more that day just because it's not the same guys that you've seen for two weeks. Um, I think they get a taste of really what it's going to be other than just our our guys, especially for the young guys. Um, I mean, anytime you go up against Brady, I mean, they got great receiving core. They've done a lot of good things on offense. I, I hope it's a wake-up call to our guys. And whether we, we do well or we struggle, I hope it kind of gives us a gauge of where we're at. Talked about Farley uh, earlier, working out the rust. But do you see occasional moments, and kind of those, maybe those wow moments that make you say, this is why he's our guy, this is what we're going to see more of in the, in the future? Yeah, you, you definitely see the flashes with him. Um, I mean, he's a big, long dude who's athletic, right? Um, Again, I think I think as he gets more comfortable and the used to playing again and consistently the repetition of all the techniques and fundamentals that we're talking about, and then the situational awareness of the game, being his own, being a man, is it first and ten? Is it second and two? Is it third and eleven? Right? Like, there's a lot of things that go into playing this game besides just lining up and covering my guy, right? Um, and being able to say, hey, well, I covered him. Well, you got to do a lot of things to get there and understand how to do it. So, I mean, it's a process. I've seen improvement with him. You see the flashes. So I'm excited about where he's at. I am. Like, he's learning every day. He's working hard. He's out there battling. It ain't always going to be perfect with anybody, especially with the Rooks. Um, but I'm encouraged by him. I know he's going to continue to improve. Hopefully find, find out where he's at here in a few weeks. The fact that he hasn't played cornerback all that long in his life. Yeah, I mean, I, I think more is just, it's been a while, right? Like, he hasn't played in a long time, and then he's coming off an injury. So, I mean, those are two pretty significant things to come back from and get tossed out there in the fire and let's go, let's get up to speed. Like, it's just a process that takes time getting back from that stuff. Thanks, fellas. Titans defensive coordinator Shane Bowen wrapping up uh, his press availability today with the Titans talking about turnovers. They've been very optimistic in that regard, Blaine. Uh, 
part of what they're doing on defense is just creating chaos. Like quarterbacks aren't able to sit their feet when they throw. Uh, they're gang tackling. They're and and I know it's a pretty simple. I know it's a pretty simple game plan that everybody's running right now, but they've sent some people on blitzes. They've been successful there, but an uncomfortable quarterback will give you the ball, and they've made just about every quarterback that they've seen uncomfortable in the preseason, and that lends itself to getting turnovers. And I always think about Javon Kurz. When you guys got him, I told you I'd gone back, and you got like three times more turnovers in 99 than you did in 98 as the defense because the quarterback was like, I, I got to get rid of the ball now. I got to make some decisions quick. Yeah, it was more like one, two, three. And then when he got there, we went one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> you better, that ball better be out. Uh, so, you know, one thing is uh, they're creating an identity. It didn't matter, you know, who's on the football field. You saw an aggressive style defense, everybody hunting from D line to if you were blitzing or not blitzing, everybody understanding their responsibilities and what they should be doing. Uh, you haven't seen any blown coverages. Uh, just it's an aggressive mindset and playing with an air of confidence and, and something to prove, which it's a lot of new guys. So some of these guys, you know, they don't know what happened last year. They could say, oh, they're emphasizing third down or what have you, but they're not saying, oh, well, because we did horrible at this last year, we're going to do. No, they're not. They're just saying we need to be much more efficient. Let's focus a little bit more on it, but not too much. And the guys are going out there and they're playing. I'm, 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 I'm thoroughly impressed. As I, I told you, I, I am. I, I see this defense. If they're not in the top 20, I want to give them 15, but I, I can't go that far quite yet because I haven't seen some of the the bigger studs out there, whether it's Archery or Bud Dupree, and see what they bring to the table. But right now the mindset is there to play defense. This is how you play defense. Didn't see any of this last year for whatever reason, not consistently anyway, in particular third down, as we all know. Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, when you got to be aggressive on third down, they weren't aggressive. They got burned repeatedly. Um, and Mike Rabel talks a lot about, well, we just got to get third and longer. We got to play better on first and second down. Well, teams were converting third and eight, nine, 10, 14, 16. Well, he had to protect the, the unit. Yes. I mean, he didn't want to throw him under the bus. I mean, he did not. At the end of the day, he threw him under the bus when you saw the turnover at the end of the season with changes on defense. Hey, Amen. Yeah, Y'all got we to go. Players yeah, we a whole, players. A whole different unit. Style. And that's one of the reasons all the national guys who are counting out the Titans' defense. It's completely different guys. You don't know how this is going to go. I mean, all you can do is watch what they're doing right now with the different guys, and the different guys are playing well. Yeah. Well, it, explain to me on the, from a media viewpoint, okay, most of those national guys were local guys at some point. Mm -hmm. So when they're now become national guys, their opinion is uh, viewed differently than a local media you know, member like ourselves, why don't they know that the team has changed, that this is a different defense in how they look? Because they should be basing off of local media who they have sources with to have conversations. So how do they keep missing? No different than they keep missing the Tannehill and want to go back to the Tannehill with the Dolphins. We haven't seen any of that since he's been here, since day one. That's why I've always said, let's judge him for what we see here. I can't. I didn't, I didn't watch him every, every day or in, in games with the Dolphins. I can look at his stats and say, hey, man, this guy was slinging it all over the place. I think part of it is they just don't have time to watch 32 teams, and they got an idea of what they think but about it. You must have your sources to, to call right. and just have conversations. Say, and that, hey, what do you think? To me, that tells me that's who doesn't have a source, say, in Nashville. If you're, if you're continuing saying, well, the defense is not good, that tells me you're not doing your homework. You don't know it's completely different guys. Yeah, well, that, that kind of irritates me because – 
you know, us being part of the, the media here locally, I, I feel like it's our job to make sure we get it to them and they should be reading it or are given some of the members. It's, it's a whole bunch of media members here. Yep. I mean, give them a call. Or you can even call the Titans. I mean, Jim Wyatt, he could tell you exactly what's going on with this team. Yeah, they seem to have missed him. Well, he let him be with Tannehill. Lazy when they go play, this this de- defense is hunting. I mean, this is giving me shades. I can't wait to see Dupree and Archer because I think they bring a whole nother element and put them on a whole nother plane. And we're talking about dudes up front. Yep. I mean, man, this this one here, man, if they do what they're supposed to do, I like to see where they end up at the end of the season ranked as a defense. It could be top 10 potential. Me too. All right. Before we share our ding dong of the week, we have this is Bam online too. Is this is this my Bam drummer Bam? That's me, man. What's up, homie? What's going on? Hey, I have to I have to say thank you. Bam called me. I got to sit in with with him and the legendary Super T that everybody knows has seen this guy play for decades all over the place. Oh, so you had a big time band? This Bam, is Bam. Bam let me get up on stage with them at Bourbon Street on Saturday night and, and let me play a couple songs, and I had the time of my life. I, that's a big deal in the music world for somebody to trust you, and that guy trusted me to get up there with a bunch of A-plus musicians, including himself. Thank you, Bam. Man, chill, man. It was awesome. my pleasure, man. Thank you. And you played – you did a hell of a job, man. You locked the groove down. The foundation was there. And I, I get to tell you feeling it, man. You're getting in your groove and stuff, man. That was a beautiful yeah, moment, man. It, it was really a was. Moment, man. Mm. That guy didn't get to come out too often, Bam. You you said you said him free that night. That was, uh, that was a heck of a night <laughs> I for. We let the gorilla out of his cage. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> the vanilla gorilla. That's right. Yeah, we saw you up close yeah, and personal yeah. with the with the. Somebody was <laughs> videoing it. Playing that now you're the hitman on, on the stage, and Mickey's the hitman on on the stage. You're the hitman on the field, Blaine. Yeah, Mickey's yeah. the hitman on the stage. I'm he like provided. Provided the hits, and I just try to play them. Yeah. Oh, you got the oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> nah, but look, man, this defense is actually looking like pretty, almost kind of scary, man. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the way we were, like this defense is already better than the defense we had last year. This is pretty I don't care what nobody says. Like I'm a diehard fan. Like they're making, they going. We almost had between the last two games, we've almost had more sacks in the preseason than we had all regular season last year. So I kind of want people to kind of lay off the defense saying, you know, I mean, them boys is playing with a lot of heart, man. Yeah. Yeah. And they, thank you. Bam. Again, I, I thank you. I completely agree with that. And we got to tip the cap, not, not just to the secondary, the guys up front are coming after it. It doesn't matter who, I mean, we could say, oh, Rush. Who's Rush? Well, Rush is actually, we're not talking about Rush in the past. Isn't it? He's a guy. I mean, these guys can, they are, they're getting after it. And, Pico, Peco, and it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. These two name linebackers, I have no idea who they are, right? I'm like, man, it, it, they've done a great job of creating the identity and attitude that you must have to play defense in the National Football League. And uh, it's, it's going to be interesting when you see all the pieces and only two more pieces are left. Well, you can count Farley as a third piece because he's trying to get up to to speed and see what his body can handle at this point. But when you see Archery and Bud Dupree, I just want to see them line up on the same side. What you going to do with oh, that? Okay. Mm. Mm. People people are not there. Archery is an underrated, really good player. 
Really good. He can play multiple positions. He can get after the passer. Yep, it's a short route, as you always say. That guy in the middle right there, he's got the shortest route to the quarterback. Yeah. And that guy's shown he knows how to find the quarterback. All right, we got to find our ding-dongs for ding-dong of the week right quick. Because no. Austin Gale of PFF is going to join us for the last segment of the show. Again, Mark Spain uh, sponsoring this segment for us each week. You can go to markspain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today, and start packing. We had a bunch of ding-dongs from fans in the chat. Buckshot Carey had sent one more. My ding-dong is a quarterback who tripped on back-to-back plays over his own lineman. Oh, who was that? <clears throat> I, it was some I, – I, I don't remember. Oh. I, I just remember seeing – the video on ESPN and being half asleep on the couch Saturday night after the game. It happened twice? Twice in a row. Oh, did he step on his foot? Yes. Trip oh. twice in a row. Um, I think yours is something that we hit on earlier, and it's people making dumb decisions involving milk transportation devices, correct? Oh, man, those carts and everybody's stacking them up as yep. you can walk up and down them. Man, you got to be crazy, man. You better go on out of here with that. You got, Somebody's going to break their neck. When you fall, you have no idea what's going on. Your legs are swiped from underneath you, and you have no idea how you're going to land. You're going to mess up a back, a neck, or something. So, man, they better stop. Stop that. Stop, please. Somebody's going to get hurt. And everybody's taping it. Like, I, you're yeah, going to see yeah. me make a fool of myself. Yeah. It's, I'm going to make it's, sure. Oh, it's hilarious. Watch it, but I, <laughs> All I think about is if that was me, I might have broke something right there. Oh, so I, I will not be attempting any of that. All right, and my second one, I have two, real quick. Okay, Mr. Double Ding Dong. Is someone named an animal after their quarterback? And then not their actual animal, the zoo did. Can you figure it out? It's in Florida. So there's a new baby giraffe in Jacksonville Zoo named, they named it Trevor. I thought you were going to say the Tampa Bay Zoo named a goat no. Tom or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, that I, I know y'all think it's Tampa because we just played hey, there. They'll name it's a Trevor. giraffe Trevor, and Urban Meyer still won't name him the starter. Yeah. The zoo pulled the trigger on that before yeah. Herb. Yeah, but I, what I wanted to say, though, to add to it, I just wanted to know if the giraffe's hair on his neck was as nice as Trevor Lawrence's hair. <laughs> and if not, then he cannot have that name. <laughs> Lucas, what is your ding dong for this week? Thanks to Mark Spain. Just the Chicago Bears in general Bears. for pretending Andy Dalton is their starting quarterback. What are we doing there? Are we that's we need to just ask Austin well, Gale. Well, well, he's pretending. That, they they, they got to be pretending because he, he ain't going to be their starting quarterback by week four. And the backup is going in a news conference <laughs> and defending him, saying he's just playing football, guys. Please stop booing him. All he's doing is his job. He's being defended by the backup, right? Hey, well, how did Fields look in the game? Did it Pretty look, good. Look like, look, no, well, it looked like the game was uh, going a little too fast. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe he spoke a little too soon when he said the game was slow for him last week. But You never say that. It looked better and more athletic than Andy Dalton, that's for sure. Oh, well, yeah, he's a better athlete, but how did he – they only scored, like, how many points? Oh, no, yeah, they got they got drilled. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not so saying they, they're going to be good. No. So, who looked better, Andy like, Dalton or Justin Fields? Fields. Justin Fields. Okay. All righty. People must not forget the Bears made the playoffs last year. I know that's hard to, to think about, but they, they made the playoffs last year. See, because I, I don't think of them like, oh, they made the playoffs? Washington football team. Yeah, no. And remember, they beat Tampa Bay. We watched it because, remember, uh, you know, Tom Brady thought they had five downs. I doubt it. <laughs> All right, mine on the way out, Benny LeMay, the Colts guy who carried seven people seven yards and flex, he got fined $3,667 for that. 
that's about half of what he's going to make in the preseason. He probably won't make the team. They've taken half of this man's money because he dared to flex his muscle after carrying seven guys seven yards in an NFL game. Because you get a little stipend. They're taking half of his money. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, Austin Gale of PFF next on Blaine and Mickey. Well, breaking news, uh, Austin Gale of Pro Football Focus has been hit in a car accident. He's okay. But uh, he just texted Lucas and was like, I will not be able to join you guys. Uh, Somebody just ran into me. So we'll have to uh, reschedule for him. Thoughts and prayers for his car. He said he was okay, so hopefully everything is okay with him. Austin Gale, though, had to uh, to bail. We have to just add that to the the ding-dong that hit him. No doubt. Yeah, he said I'm glad the guy's, he's going safe. Though. said the guy's going crazy who hit him. I'm like, hey, man, you hit me. What's wrong with you? You should have told him you're talking to the hit man. Hey, man. <laughs> Not I got the hit man on the line. That guy wouldn't know what that – the hit man. Yeah. Like, hit man? Like, yeah, I got the hit man on the line. Bunch of phone calls today on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. We appreciate that. We always like to say, if we're just talking about something, you call and join the discussion. We've got a couple of calls today about Floyd Reese – as well, I know we had a caller who jumped online and had some points he wanted to make about Floyd, but had to jump off the line. Uh, we do have time to squeeze in another call or two if you want to jump in the mix. Again, 615-737-1045. Uh, but we continue to talk about the Titans' performance on Saturday night. And we've talked a lot about the backup quarterbacks. We've talked about Elijah Molden. Uh, we've talked about the defense a lot, the wide receiver room. Sam Ficken hit a – we've only mentioned this. Sam Ficken hit a 58-yard kick. He's been good in mm. practice. He's. I think he's been perfect in his game and so far. And a 48. Yeah. And a 48. <laughs> and as part of the Titans having to get down to 80 players, which every team has to do by tomorrow at 3 o'clock, they waived injured three players. Paul Adams, the uh, locally-based offensive lineman, Ross Reynolds, another offensive lineman, and Tucker McCann just got waived – um, and was injured in the game against kicker. the Falcons, mm-hmm. the kicker. Uh, Anthony Rush put on the reserve COVID-19 list. We don't get details with that. We just know that he is on the list. Anthony Rush is on the list. So those moves made, I don't know if they've got another corresponding. I didn't count the number of players on the roster. I don't know if they have one more or two more or no more numbers they've got to make. But there's nobody left Blaine on this roster who kicks footballs. Like there's... Brett Kern, who punts them, and there's Ficken, who's kicking, and that's it. So, Goskowski is at home right now, vacuuming or something. I mean, I guess he remains a possibility, but Ficken's 800 grand or something if he's your kicker, and he's made he's making his kicks, and he's making NFL kicks, as you pointed out. I'd forgotten about this. On a touchback, he hit, he hit the goalpost. Yeah. That dude's doing his job. I don't, I don't, I don't think Goskowski is in the mix as of today. Right. That could all changes in his fluid you know, with a kicker, but uh, we can't have him go out there in the next game, you know, leg swipe, uh, you know, the ball, and next thing you know, it's, it's a knuckleball. So, uh, but he's playing with confidence, uh, and uh, he looks to looks to be the part to be the starting kicker. So, I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm glad they got the kicking situation. You know, that was a huge concern of mine, being that when you're a championship-caliber team and you're going on that run, you don't want to have any doubts about kicking. And right. it's such a, a technical position you know i'm glad they uh, used uh, your idea and brought in a, a kicking coach 
And, uh, you know, as we all, you know, both reference, but you said the actual name of the person, and that is the person who they used <laughs> because I know nothing about kicking. Uh, so, yeah, so that, I mean, it's just good to see getting the defense together. Only next concern is make sure we get everybody healthy on the offensive line and get the uh, offense out there, the unit working in, in unison as one group. And then after that, if they get everybody healthy, I think we're in for a big season for the Tennessee Titans. And I, I'm I'm waiting because I'm really interested to see if they can if they have a good balanced team and one day it could be the defense in a game played great. The next game, it could be the offense and the offense and the defense just played. Okay. Uh, I think now you got a balanced unit here, passing the ball, running the ball, uh, man, zone blitzing. Uh, I don't think the sky's the limit right now. I just, man, I just got to see the offense out here. I, I don't take anything for granted. This is a prove it league. Uh, even Julio, uh, I got I got to see it to believe it uh, when it's when the, you know when the regular season starts. You know, you never know. How much does what? Because people are bringing this up. So last year there were no preseason games, and then the season started, and it and it went okay. I mean, right. You know, people thought, oh gosh, it's going to be a train wreck. It wasn't. They played like NFL football players. I, I thought the season started off so. My personal opinion. Okay. I thought I thought tackling was horrendous in the first two or three weeks. Uh, I'm always looking at it from a defensive point sure. of view. And because they didn't get to tackle very much. <laughs> and so, and I thought the rhythm and timing uh, a, a little bit off for certain units uh, until they got into a rhythm. And then offense kind of took off, not just the Titans. I'm talking about all the offenses across mm-hmm. the league. And I thought that kind of carried throughout the whole season. Really, the offense with defensive players not really coming together until at the end, as we saw the defense play really well the last three or four games and then into the playoffs. What would your concern level be if, and let's let's do because we got a couple minutes. Both sides of the ball, if they go out and they take the field week one, and that's the first because we still don't know much about Bud Dupree and his availability. Let's say that they they deem like you're you're okay, you can play week one. So let's say he plays week one. Danico Autry, most everybody else, the contributors have played at least some. Byer was out there, the hooker, the cornerbacks are playing some. Yeah, Molden finally got out there. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be Fulton in the beginning, starting at corner, right. at corner on. Uh, but on the defensive side of the ball, no Autry until right then, no Bud Dupree until right then, week one. You okay with that? Uh, I think I am. I'm more concerned to make sure they get healthy. Autry, I, I don't know what his issue is. They may could be just resting because he's a vet. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Bud Dupree coming off an ACL, yeah. I, I'm cool with him resting him and getting him ready. I was always concerned if he would be ready that first game. And we don't know. Be- because... And he's looked so good at the times he did practice. Hats off to him and and coming back and really working really hard. Uh, Because usually when you come back from ACL, especially he got it in, what, December? It's those first two or three games. You're trying to figure out what you can and can't do in live action. You know, what your body used to do until you start gaining confidence that you can do those things. And some guys, it kind of carries with them until about, you know, Six games in, they they say, okay, now I'm back. You know, I feel like I can do the things I used to do. So, I don't know. He may get it the first game. I have no idea the way he's looked, you know, during uh, the times that he's practiced. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I feel pretty comfortable. Uh, You know, know, defense is a little bit different, especially up front, because you're not really paying attention to him until you see them make a big play. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, see ball, go get ball. Uh, Once he starts rushing, he's going to gain. And he's a, you know, he's a high motor guy. So he he brings it. 
I mean, he does. He's relentless. People watch Bud Dupree. You are getting a relentless player who doesn't stop. He has a high engine, high motor type guy. So he, he's come from the background of where, you know, you think a guy that's not as talented, but just a really good football player at the NFL level, but he's more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I want to see what he can bring to the table. So, yeah, I, I'm pumped up and excited about the defense. Right now I'm still on the stalemate on the offense. I got high early when we yep. signed Julio, and then he was practicing the OTAs, and then now all of a sudden now we haven't seen any of the offensive line. They cut injured two guys. So I'm thinking, uh-oh, they must know that some of these guys are going to be back. Yeah, That's what I'm assuming, but I could be wrong. I hate to make assumptions, but that's all we can get with injured guys. Yeah. Uh, we find out, you know, A.J. Brown is dealing with some small issue with his knee swelling. I'm going to just say that. I have no idea what the extent of it is. Probably one of the ones he got scoped, got irritated. You say, okay, slow it down. And you brought it's, that up because people saw pictures of him in a red sleeve well, on his leg. And you He'd said, never worn a sleeve before right. on his entire leg. Now, he's worn tights out there, but I never saw a long sleeve on any knee. And so, yeah, that's why I was saying that. That's happened numerous times to me. Swelled up knee. Yeah. <laughs> then they just said, go sit in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go find uh, Blaine a knee sleeve. We'll go do some shopping. Coach <laughs> Mack will join us tomorrow. We'll get all the latest on the Titans with him. Hopefully have some more information. Tone blue knee sleeve, man. Oh, that looked good. Hopefully maybe some more information on Mike Vrabel by then as well, who did test positive for COVID. I'm sure he's trying to test his way out of that protocol. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Happy Monday. And as always, from the Blaine and Mickey Show, peace.